Hello, friends. This is Misty Van Hooser. I'm coming to you from my car today. I am on my way to pick up my children from school. I'm hoping to keep this episode super short and sweet, but pack a lot of powerful information and messages out into the world today. So today I was driving along and really feeling I'm in this like really interesting space in life where I don't have a job. I don't have a lot of money. I have enough to get me by. Um, God keeps providing in mysterious ways. It's really, really cool. Um, I've been living off of my savings for a year, which is mind blowing that I've been able to do that. Like praise the Lord that I had people in my life teach me how to save my money for times like this. I never in my wildest dreams could have imagined truly needing a year's worth of savings to live off of, but I'm here. I'm in it. It's very real. I very much so needed that money and I look forward to rebuilding that savings so that I can have that security again in the future. Um, In the meantime, I'm in this like really interesting space of being at home and being in my most creative mind, which is a beautiful blessing. Like, holy cow. When I actually gave myself permission to let go of fear and to let go of all of the um, expectations that I had placed on myself for what my life should look like right now, once I just let myself trust the process, know that God put me at home for a reason right now. It's intentional and that there will come prosperity and abundance while in this space. Once I accepted that, I've been able to like really sink into the fact that I've been able to tap into a creative side of my brain that I've never been able to like truly tap into because I'm constantly worried about the responsive, taking care of the responsibilities of my family. I'm a single mom of three kids and I'm, I'm just constantly trying to figure out how do I build a savings account? How do I build a retirement? I'm the only one. How do I pay for these sports? How do I do this and that? And how do I get us into a bigger vehicle? Because we've outgrown our current vehicle and it's just a constant stain of how do I do something? It's worry and concern and just the level of responsibility is through the roof and I can't explain it in words and you just have to live it to get it. So with that being said, I have been able to step into this like very creative mind. And as I've been able to do that, I've discovered some beautiful things about myself that I'm just flabbergasted by, like in the, I'm, I'm complimented by, I'm blown away by it. And it's just so beautiful to get to witness. Like I had no idea just how out of tune I was with how valuable I was and how much value I could be bringing to the world. And so today I step into this space wholeheartedly accepting the value that I have to offer. And instead of hiding it deep down inside me and keeping it to myself, I'm going to release it into the world. And today the God, God, I almost said the God, but I did not mean that. I was going to say the Lord and then the God came out, but (laughs) God has really led me to talk with you guys about breaking the cycle of dysfunctional family. 
So dysfunctional parenting. So uh, this deserves some backstory and um, some history. So I'm 33 years old, single mom of three kids. From the outside looking in, my life is pretty spectacular. And it is really spectacular. Um, We wake up every day with a roof over our heads and food on the table and a beautiful home that we live in. And we have the most precious golden doodle on the planet. And she's amazing. Um, And, you know, our needs are met. And to me, that is perfect. Like, what more could you ask for in life, you know? So from the outside looking in, that's, that's my life. That's, that's what we have. That's, that's our circumstances or situation, a little bit of it. Right. So when people look at my life, they see a successful woman making this single motherhood thing work and not just work, but freaking executing it with incredible skill. And the truth of the matter is I'm just stepping through the doors that God is opening for me. And I have full faith in what he's doing. And when he lays something on my heart, I, I do it. Right. So I say that I, I kind of get a little district, uh, sideways there. So went on a little rabbit trail, but what I'm getting back to is my main point, which is from the outside looking in, it looks like you, we have a beautiful, amazing life and we do. And you would never know where I come from or what I've been through. If you were to meet me at a mailbox, you would think I have always had it all together, right? Like you would never know where I came from. So the truth of the matter is I come from a really dysfunctional childhood, very, very dysfunctional childhood. And I'm going to talk about that today in detail. And the reason for that is because this message is for anyone who comes from a dysfunctional family, kids that are living it now, adults, early adults, young adults, um, who are trying to figure out if they can break the cycle, um, adults who are trying to figure out if they can break the cycle or who have and are breaking the cycle, but don't know if it's sustainable long-term. This message is for you guys. Okay. So here's the deal. I was a foster kid growing up, but before I was a foster kid, I was, I was a child and I belonged to a woman and a man and they were loyal to each other for many, many years. Um, I have three siblings and then we're all the same blood relation. Um, I have an older brother, a younger brother and a younger sister, and we're all adults now. And we um, got, we were, okay, so we were very severely beaten and abused, very severely beaten and abused. I wish I had records, but somewhere in my moves, they got lost. I was a military wife and I traveled a lot over the past 10 years trying to figure out where to plant myself and they got lost somewhere. But, um, and I honestly never would go back and look at them because I was so nervous about what I would read or what I would see because a lot of times I felt like, Never mind, I won't go there. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I, so we were very severely abused, neglected, emotionally abused, sexually abused in some ways, no penetration per se. Um, but I'm speaking for myself. 
I was sexually abused in a way that my parents would force us to watch them having sex in the living room floor at, um, you know, I think I was like in fourth grade. So I was that nine years old. Um, and my dad would force us to watch him have sex with our mom. And then he would stand up and he would, he would buy like a 12 pack of beer and shove a beer can in her face and not let her bring, like tilt her head back and put the can on her mouth and not let her put her head forward until she had swallowed all of the beer and it would be streaming down her body and she would be crying and asking him to stop and he would force her to drink all of the beers and it was just like extravagant crazy things would happen to me as a child in my biological family I'll share one more small story just to tell you just how traumatic it was and where I come from so you guys can understand um, where I'm about to go with all of this but I remember being in kindergarten or first grade and walking home from school I think I was in kindergarten walking home from school and with my oldest brother and we came home and we looked through the window and we knew dad had been on drugs that day and had been drinking and when he does that he acts like a lunatic and so we just kind of were observing from the outside and I remember looking through the front window and seeing him holding a gun against my mom's head and I was so scared I wanted to go in and protect her and save her and at the same time I was scared for my own life and so I didn't know what to do but he caught us looking through the window and we knew we were in really big trouble and so he came out and he grabbed us yanked us around and threw us on the couch with our mom and then held the gun to all of our heads and tormented us telling us he was going to kill us and what would we do if we died right now and like just really crazy stuff and you know I and then he pretended to pull the trigger and when he did it was a water gun so I got mentally very seriously abused as a kid that's these are just not even <laughs> the worst of the worst but this is the type of l- normal that I grew up in until I was about nine years old and then things got really really bad one night my dad had abused my brother and I severely we were gonna die if somebody didn't come in and save us um my mom had somehow managed to escape that night and I remember being a kid and like experiencing this all of my childhood but dad would beat the living shit out of us and my mom never called the cops and I would just pray that she would and this one night My dad had sat down on the couch and he had taken my brother's head on the left and my head on the right were on each side of him and just started banging our heads together until they bled. And gosh, like I haven't really rarely talk about this stuff, Um, but brings tears to my eyes thinking about this being done to my children, let alone like to me, it's maybe myself, you know, I, I could. I can probably handle it, but just to imagine a child going through that, that I just can't, um, it's a memory now, but it was a reality for me at one time in my life. So things got really bad that night. He broke, fractured my arm. Um, he did some really terrible things to my oldest brother and I, and, um, so blood's gushing down our heads and, um, we're just, it was awful, but 
the police all came. It was a swarm of police. It wasn't just one police. It was many police. And even though my dad was beating the living tar out of us, the cops were trying to come in and my dad threatened that he had a gun. He didn't actually have a gun, but he threatened that he had a gun. And if they broke the door down, that he would shoot the kids. You guys, like I seriously had the worst childhood ever. (laughs) I cannot believe I'm, I'm just now talking about this. Like, why have I not spoken this out to the world? My story really is one that needs to be shared. So anyway, um, yeah, it's just like really crazy stuff happened. And that one night things got really bad and we got put in foster care finally, but I resisted. You guys have no idea. I ran away. I got away from the cops and I rode my bike down the street and I hid in my friend's laundry room, which was detached from her house. And I hid in the darkest place behind the washer, just scared to death of like leaving what was my normal because those were my parents. Granted, I knew that my dad was a terrible person and what he was doing to us was absolutely awful. I still had my loyalties for to him because he was my dad. And so I resisted my force, my, you know, being put into the foster care system. But fast forward, I ended up aging out in the foster care system and they have something called independent living. And I actually ended up in the independent living program and aged out as a foster kid and all of this other stuff. But, um, I lived a lot of my life wondering if there was ever going to come a time where I would turn into my parents, where I would become an alcoholic or a drug addict, where I would abuse my kids. And I'm here to tell you guys that a lot of that stuff is hereditary and genetic, like parts and bits and pieces of that are like there. I'll give you an example. So for me, I'm very, very careful about my substance usage, like alcohol or drugs, like even smoking pot or anything like that. I, I don't, I typically don't do it. And if I do do it, I do it in extreme moderation because of where I come from. I never want to be in a place where I trigger something. I have a legitimate fear that one day, (laughs) um, I might take it overboard and like, I, I don't know if I were to over consume, I would turn into my parents. And so for me, I just avoid it. And I can, I'm here to share with you guys that despite having experienced that type of trauma in my life, I broke the cycle. I became a good mom. I'm a, not just a good mom. I'm an exceptional mom. Anyone you meet will tell you what an incredible mother I am. And I am the mom I am today because of the mom that I didn't have when I was growing up because of the dad I didn't have when I was growing up. My divorce was so hard on me because in a, in a certain aspect, it was so hard on me because I had to accept that I was going to be the primary parent in these kids' lives and the dad would take a different, not seat, but he would become less present. And I never want that for my kids because I know what that's like to have a dad who's not actually there because my dad ended up spending lots of time in prison and things of that sort. But anyway, I'm here today to share with you guys, whatever place you're in, 
if you're a current foster kid, if you know someone who's in foster care, if you're a teenager and you're just struggling to know, am I capable of breaking this cycle? I'm here to tell you, you are. I did it. I am doing it. I'm 33 years old. I've never become addicted to anything other than working out. (laughs) And I'm here to share with you that you can do it too. Be the parent that you always wanted your parent to be. Be that and you'll be amazing. Be the person you always wanted your parents to be. And you'll do amazing. Be the person you truly are genuinely. And you'll do amazing. Your circumstances don't dictate who you become or where you are going. If that were the case, I would be in a trash can dead dumped on the side of the road somewhere. At nine years old. My circumstances did not dictate who I would become or what I would do with my life. They were a moment in time that became my story. They don't define me, but they are a part of who I am and they're the reason why I can stand here today confidently and tell you that you are so much more than your circumstances and than your parents and your past and whatever was done to you, whatever is being done to you. There will come a day, if it's not already been a day, if that day hasn't already come, where you get to decide who you let be a part of your life what type of people you let into your life, how they treat you. There will come a day when that happens. And when that day happens, choose wisely. Every person that you allow to be in your life, specifically choose them. You have the choice to not allow people in your life to keep them at a distance and there is nothing wrong with that especially when they're people who tear you down and rip you apart my dad is not in my life he came back into my life one time as an adult I hugged him he cried like a baby because when he saw me he saw the woman I had become and he felt absolutely terrible for the things that he had done to me whenever I was a child and he had guilt and he had pain and I felt nothing. God had placed people in my life to be my safe haven. He placed father figures in my life that helped fulfill that void for me, helped fill that void for me. So I didn't, it wasn't painful for me whenever I saw my dad. It was closure But closure had had already happened in its own way as well. So, I conclude this with, hopefully I've executed my message here today. 
you don't have to repeat the past. You can recreate what being a parent looks like. You can recreate what you think makes an an exceptional adult. It's a conscious choice, a conscious choice that we all have the freedom to make and that we are all capable of making. You don't have to recreate dysfunctional family. You can create functional, imperfectly perfect family dynamics. It's doable. I'm doing it and I did it and I am a success story and I am super proud of the life that I've built for myself and for my kids and for that pattern that I was able to break and for that cycle I was able to to stop. It can't be done. Share this with someone today who you think would be inspired, who could use this in their life, who needs to know that there is hope and that their parenting, their, I don't know how to conclude this, sorry. (laughs) I didn't sit down and write notes and perfect it, but just kind of felt moved to share this message with you guys today. So I think I've said enough here and I'll conclude it with this. I send in all my love, all my hope, all my inspiration your way. Whatever circumstances you're in, whatever you've been through in the past does not determine who you become or who you are today. Go forward and be the best version of yourself and create the life of your dreams. Sending all my love. Take care.